This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A court has upheld a $25 million verdict in a Roundup cancer case. A federal appeals court upheld a verdict in California man Edwin Hardiman's case that Roundup played a role in causing his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The appeal upheld a lower court ruling, finding Roundup was a substantial factor in the disease and that a federal law governing crop inputs does not preempt state law claims. Hardiman's lawyer said he is very pleased with the outcome. Bayer, which now owns Monsanto and by extension Roundup, said it was disappointed in the decision. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. China ended a big week for U.S. corn purchases with another million-plus ton purchase. The Department of Agriculture announced today a 1.36 million ton purchase of U.S. corn by Chinese buyers. That's on the tails of other purchases that bring the weekly total over the 5 million bushel mark. Bill Thompson has a look at this week's figures in his story on agripulse.com. Corn and other U.S. ag exports saw a critical waterway open back up today. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Barge traffic is now able to resume on the Mississippi River. The Coast Guard recently halted river traffic due to a crack in a bridge at the Arkansas-Tennessee state line. Soy Transportation Coalition Executive Director Mike Steenhook says this is good for ag shippers. A lot of pressure is going to be alleviated. It was clearly building for a number of days. Uh, as of you know, Friday morning, there were 62 vessels with a total of 1,058 barges that were in the queue waiting to transit that mile of the river under the, the I-40 bridge by Memphis. U.S. has a very strong export program for soybeans, but he says corn exports are more robust this time of year. Being able to get that product to our export terminals on the lower Mississippi River near New Orleans and then load it onto ocean vessels, that's really key. And, and it's just a reminder that you know, to be profitable, it's not just a function of supply and demand. It's also a function of being able to connect supply with demand, and that's what our multimodal transportation system does. Steenhuck expects the backlog to clear in roughly two days. Read more of Bill Thompson's story at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully. The clerk will report. Nomination, Department of Agriculture, Jewel Hairston Bronow of Virginia to be Deputy Secretary. I know of no further debate. If there's no further debate, the question's on the nomination. All in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed, no. The ayes appear to have it. The ayes do have it. The nomination is confirmed. It's not a lot of fanfare, but that's the sound of the Department of Agriculture doubling its number of confirmed political appointees. The Senate late Thursday night confirmed Jewel Brona as the next Deputy Secretary of the Department of Agriculture. She'll be the first black woman to hold the position. In a statement, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said her qualifications and previous places of employment will enable her to find ways to help those who need it. Brona joins Vilsack as one of two Senate-confirmed officials at USDA. A handful of other nominees are awaiting committee consideration. Robert Bonney is the Biden administration's pick for Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation Programs. Janie Hipp is nominated to be USDA's general counsel. 
and Jenny Lester Moffitt is the nominee to head up USDA's Marketing and Regulatory Programs mission area. There's more on Brona and her confirmation in our coverage on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.